it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Sletsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, a lifelong techie who is on a mission to provide a vehicle for art and music educators and their studios to create online successful and impactful programs. And today we are in episode number 160. Last week, we discussed keeping your adult students engaged in the process and showing up and building a program that fits into their lives. This week, we are talking about working with families, or in other words, when your online students are younger, how do we involve the whole family into the learning experience since it's not just a one-to-one face-to-face video lesson, but rather it's a program where the student has to have time to learn the material and to show up and do the work. And this involves not just the student. It involves the parents. It involves the siblings. It may involve a grandparent. So there's a lot that we need to think about as we are developing our program for the younger kids. A lot of this episode is probably applicable to teenagers as well, but I am going to focus on the younger kids, maybe ages four to eight or so, um, just for frame of reference. In this case, our students are going to be earlier on in their journey. They are picking up a paintbrush for the first time and taking that first painting class. They are sitting down at the piano for the first time or learning to play their very first guitar or ukulele. This is where they are excited, but they don't necessarily have a grasp for how to learn and how to be disciplined. And that's why we really need to involve the family. The first place that we are involving the family is in the decision-making to actually enroll in this program. Your children, the four to eight-year-olds, don't have credit cards. They don't generally go browsing on the internet to find a program. It's their parents or possibly a sibling or grandparent. That's who the sales page needs to be created for. That's who has to buy in to you being the right teacher and this being the right program for their child. So we have to keep that in mind that our websites and sales pages need to look professional. They need to look authoritative. They also need to look fun and friendly. So when the parents show the website to the kids and say, hey, do you want to take your piano lessons from this person? She's got a really great program. Or I found a ukulele teacher for you. Let's look at his website together. That's really the first step. We need the parents to feel like they are making a good decision through your website and through your sales page process and through your terms of service and your policies and all of that. We need to get the parents to buy in just as much as we need the kids to buy in to the methodology. 
I recommend that there be some kind of, this is what to expect within the program that is available to inquiring parents so that they can really make sure that it's going to be a good fit for their child. And once they are sure, again, make that checkout process easy. Make the process of going from a lead or a website visitor to a student or client as easy as possible on all parties. We want to make sure that everyone feels warm and welcome. So the next place that we really want to make sure that we are focusing on the parent or the family member who is involved in this process is in the email automation that comes after registration. After they register, an automated email should go out with their confirmation, letting them know the next steps and all of those things. In this case, I think it's really important to have two videos. One for the parents that says, welcome, we're excited that your family is joining our studio. This is how you navigate. And you give them the technical information that they need for their student to show up, for their student to be able to submit assignments, and for their student to engage in interactive programming that is involved in the program. Then we also need something for the kid something for that new student. It's the, hey, I'm your teacher, and this is how we're going to learn. And you're talking directly to that child. You're talking directly to your new student. And you want to give them something that they can do right away. And so whether you're teaching music or art, it doesn't really matter. I would recommend that you have them draw you a picture that can then be uploaded as a sample exercise so that they can share with you what they're most excited about in picture form, which also works as a way for the parents to make sure that they feel comfortable with all of your systems. So you're giving this child an assignment right after they sign up. Even if the program doesn't start for two or three weeks, they have their first assignment. They get to be excited. You're going to get the best pictures ever. And we know that pictures say a thousand words, which is why it's such a great exercise to talk to the kid, to say, hi, I'm your teacher, I'm Jamie, and I'm going to teach you how to do this. When we're done with the program, you're going to be able to do whatever it is. I am so excited to get to know you. And the best way for me to do that is for you to draw a picture of all of everything you want to share with me. Draw a picture and then ask whoever it is that signed you up for this program and showed you this video to take that picture and upload it or share it with me. Can you do that? You know, I used a little bit of a younger voice and I used that more because I wanted to make sure that you knew um, that I was talking as if I was the teacher to the student. If you don't use a different voice with your students, don't use a different voice. But if you do, make sure that you use the voice that they are going to be learning from in that video. Okay, so now we have our website that helps the parent feel confident that you are the right teacher and this is the right program for their child. Then we have video for the parents walking them through the logistics so that they can feel confident and comfortable. And then we have a video for the child so that they can 
feel excited about the journey that they're going to be on, the program that they're going to be taking, and that they can feel like they're starting to create a connection with you. And all of that is before the program even starts. We need our families to continue to be as excited about this as they are today, the day that they sign up. And that comes from clear, concise, and regular communication with the parent. We want to remind the parent that their child is expected to watch a certain video, to do a certain exercise, to do a certain practice, whatever it is, and to submit whatever assignments need to be submitted. We want the parents to get that at the beginning of the week so that they can plan it into their week and into their schedule. And it's great to have that line of communication with the parent. Ask them to reply back and let you know when their student is going to be watching. Because then you can create a relationship with the parent and you can have rapport with them. So if an assignment doesn't come in as expected, that you can then go to the parent saying, hey, I thought that we were going to try and have the assignment in by this day so that your student can be up to speed and ready to go for our group call tomorrow. You have that ability. And so again, it's really at this point, creating that rapport with the parents. It's also helpful inside those emails to the parents to remind them of the login, to remind them of the processes and the procedures and the policies. You don't have to have really long things in every email, but if you have a few links on the bottom of every email that says, policies, procedures, login URL, that will really help them make sure that their child is set up for success. Okay, now when it comes to inside the lesson, we want our children, our students to be excited to share with their parents what they're learning and how they are actually applying those skills. So inside your lessons, and it doesn't have to be everyone, but we want it to be often enough that the parent feels like they are getting a lot of value out of this program. We want to ask the kids to showcase their work to their parents, to show their parents what they're doing. And we're also asking the students to have their parents help them upload their assignments. Because when the parent is involved, the student feels validated and feels that what they're doing matters in the eyes of their parents. You know this. You've worked with kids and their parents and their families before. Doing it in an online space just means that you're not having in-hallway conversations with the parents. It means that you have to proactively put the things in place so that those experiences and opportunities present themselves and manifest in the way that you envision them. That's a lot of what I wanted to make sure we covered today on the podcast, but there are a couple more things. And this is that families like to share their wins. They like to share their successes and it's absolutely acceptable. And I highly recommend it to ask for testimonials from the parents throughout the process of their child being in this program. We do not have to wait until the end. We can ask them three weeks into the program, five weeks into the program, two weeks before the end of the program. We can ask them for testimonials and feedback at that time 
because they are in the thick of it and they have the best insight right now. If we wait until their student is finished with this program, we may be too late to bring them into the next program or we may be too late for them to remember how the program actually impacted their child and their family while the child was learning from you inside this program. All that to say, ask for feedback, ask for it more than once, and don't wait for the end. And just like feedback from the parents to you doesn't have to wait for the end of the program, feedback and recommendations and next steps from you back to the parents on an individual basis for their child is invaluable. If a student is going through your program and they are making steady progress and you think that the next step for them is another program, then that's what you should be telling the parents so that they're ready when the time comes for registration. If you think that the next step for the child is to do the program and one-on-one lessons, then you tell them that's what they need. If you think that this student has really mastered the online learning element, maybe the next step is a membership program where it's not weekly lessons, but it's a buffet of learning and they can actually explore and transition into something that is more self-led than instructor-led. So, I mean, those are just two examples, but the idea is you know that student and where they next need to go probably about halfway through the program. Every once in a while, you'll have a surprise where you're like, I just don't know where this student is going. Hold off on letting their parents know. Really, we just want to, we just want to be in conversation and have rapport with the parents by letting them know what you see as their child's next step shows that you are truly invested in each individual student's success and not just in running program after program. That's not why you do this. You are not creating these programs just to mark something off on a success matrix somewhere. I know we talked about a success matrix a few weeks ago. If you haven't listened to that episode, I would encourage you to go back to episode 158 to learn more about the success matrix. With young children, having the families as invested in the process and having the families as invested in the success of the student is invaluable. It's going to help your online studio grow. It's going to help your student grow and they are going to continue to feel supported by their parent. Parents are the ones with the credit cards. They're the ones with the checkbook. They're the ones who have to carve out time in their schedule to set their kid up in front of the computer to take that lesson, to set their kid up with the easel or the musical instrument or the paper, or whatever you are teaching, the parent is the one who needs to be invested as well. They need to feel like you aren't just taking their money, but that you are helping to support their child's passion and dream and aspiration. I think that's it for today. What I want you to take away from today's episode is that your interaction with the family of your students needs to be as deep and as impactful as it is with your in-person or face-to-face one-on-one virtual students. 
having the family on board, having the family excited, having the family behind the student is going to make the process of a student having success through this online program that much more inevitable. There we have it. And as always, let's wrap things up by reminding you that my virtual door is always open. Go to callwithjamie.com and book a call with me. I would love to be in conversation with you and to learn what you do in your studio and how you are expanding online. I'll be back on the mic next week with a brand new episode for you.